Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Experts Podcast. My name's Nick Hayes. Hi, I'm Carmen Braidwood. <laughs> yes, you are Carmen Braidwood and uh, Carms, we're doing it from a different platform here, Riverside FM. A little bit of videoing and a little bit of, uh, well, the fact that I'm about 2,800 kilometres away from you. Yeah, in Adelaide. How, how goes the big move, Nick? Oh, the big move is happening. It's, 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 it's been good. Uh, South Australia has welcomed me, but I am missing Western Australia, but I'm also looking forward to getting uh, over to Sydney and Melbourne more often. So uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. But this is allowing us to continue on with the Experts Podcast, to be able to uh, continue to feed, educate, inform, but more importantly, just crack down some of those big issues and things that are happening around us that uh, brings experts and brings media together. And comes, there's a big one running around at the moment. It's the most downloaded and the quickest most downloaded app ever, Artificial Intelligence Chat GPT. What do you make of it? Oh God, there is, it's a bit of a minefield, this one. It was over the Christmas period and New Year period, wasn't it? That a lot of people were going bubbling along saying, have you heard of it? Uh, what does this mean? Is this a big deal? Do we need to be worried? It was popping up in newspaper articles and online articles. And I really felt the buzz of chat GPT, not GTP, which I called it by accident a couple of times. Okay, yes, what do I make of it so far? There's certainly an impact for experts and it is a very glaringly obvious one to me and that is the risk that you will blend in to the clutter and the noise that is going to be produced from other experts out there with great ease and in a mass kind of a way you know when an app can spit out things like blogs uh, captions for video content posts uh, it can spit out copy for websites it can spit out quizzes it can do pretty much everything that you might create yourself as a writer a creative or hire a copywriter to do in human it can do all of those things in an okay way, like in a way that's not bad, but predominantly you can do it so quickly that the risk is there's just gonna be so much noise out there, it's gonna be harder for you as an expert to cut through. Than I, I completely agree with you and concur there, Carms, because if we thought that the internet, or if we thought that there was so much content running around already, and uh, we thought that cheapest, it's just, it's just saturated, this thing is just going to create three, four, ten times more content out there. Because just about anyone, as long as you just put in the right phrase or the right commentary into the, into the AI, you are going to get something spitting back at you and potentially go away and use it yourself. I think from a media stables perspective and also to original content perspective, this is a threat to that. And 
I, I, I strongly believe in what my good friend Sarah Mitchell from Typecast believes. She is all about original content, authentic, real, high-quality content, which I think what we get from the AI here is a, a, a conglomerate of what is on the internet, what's available, and it brings it together. I've got to say, it brings together so smartly, though, Carms. It's just incredible how good this product is. And I think it's a challenge. It's a challenge for everyone to want to use it or whether you risk not using it because you fear that uh, everyone else was, is going to get a piece of this pie and you're going to be missing the boat. Yeah, it totally makes sense that if you want to use it uh, and you're feeling tempted by it and, and you're thinking this is a great opportunity, that's okay. That, you're right, it is. You know, one of the biggest problems we have as experts or commentators to the media or content creators is that there's simply not enough hours in the day to make the content that we need to keep our website SEO ticking along and there being lots and lots of fresh stuff in there for Google to recognise and say, hey, this is a real website uh, populated by a real person. Um, Great, yes, it will solve problems. You can absolutely use it to solve problems very quickly, very easily. So, so don't go feeling bad if you're thinking, hey, I, this is a tool and I can use it. But I really want you to keep in mind that you treat it just as that, treat it as a tool because you still need to wrap your authentic self around it in order to stand out, in order to build what is the most inherently important part of your expertise building content, and that's trust. You know, if you want to be getting into the broadcast media, you can't be a computer-generated content maker because you will be found out very, very quickly. And the same goes for using or selling your expertise. You know, you, you can't sell expertise using computer-generated content because before you know it, your ideal client is going to purchase from you and then be bitterly disappointed that the you that walks around is so different to the computer-generated one they got to know. It'll be like that movie called Her, with um, Joaquin Phoenix, do you remember? And he fell in love with the little lady inside the computer. It'll be, it'll be all kinds of strange. <laughs> so you have to really, you have to use it like a tool, use it to inspire content, but make sure you're wrapping lots of your original self and your original thoughts around anything you use that's come out of that AI. I 100% agree with you, Carms, because uh, it is a challenge and even at a media stable perspective and the team, we've sat down and argued this out as to whether do we ignore this altogether? Do we put our head in the sand to a piece of artificial intelligence that's only improving every minute that it's around? It is getting better and better and it's getting more human-like. But at the moment, it's, not, it's nowhere near that. And I think that We've got to do two things, and to, just to further um, you know, emphasise some of your points there, if you generate AI content and put it out there as your own, and you can't back it up authentically and believe in it and also to know exactly what you've actually just written or said, then you, know, you are going to get found out very quickly. This game of media now, and you know it better than anyone, Carms, is that it's all about trust. It's all about that connection and relationship that you have that brings 
two people together brings and raises your personal and your business profile further and farther than you could ever be, then maybe some words that have been just gathered and brought together from the internet to pretend and play off as your own. But I'll get to one of your points that you said, and I love this too, Calms. We cannot ignore it, and we cannot, and we can, I should say, we can use it to our advantage to help those, and particularly those time-poor experts that are out there, just to get that first step or that starter or that skeleton of what they're looking to do just to pack the muscles and the blood vessels around of good quality content. It can help you there. And I'm a big believer in that. I think that's something that I, I just think you can, if, if people do this smartly, they'll find that nice mix because I think the greatest tragedy for any expert out there who is as good as that they are, they cannot tell their story or don't have the time or ability to tell it. This little piece of uh, software could help you make this happen. And I, that's why I don't completely dismiss it. From, but from a media stables perspective, we won't publish anything that's AI. No, and, and, and you absolutely shouldn't because you have a team of humans that you've employed to, to do the stuff and the experts that you have in your stable are people who you've chosen very carefully, right? So that they are trusted, well-known content creators. And I think that the opportunity to use it as a tool is really aimed at people maybe a bit like me who are that single woman operator in you know doing their thing out there, creating content as the, the sole person in the machine and you can use the app in a way that it is intended to be used and that is that it's a test version right now right the the creators of chat gpt are very very open about the fact that it is in beta mode they are learning they want your feedback remember every time you put something in it spits something out and then it says was this the right answer could it have been a better answer and so ideally you should be teaching it to do better so i did a test nick I did do a test and I created a post and I was very upfront about it. I posted the reel and said the caption to this reel is composed by ChatGPT. And I put in basically what I wanted the, the intention of the post to be. So anytime we create any single piece of content, you got to have an intention. you got to have something that you want to achieve in the mind of your ideal audience member. So I told it, I'd like to mention that I'm back from holidays and it's really great to be kicking off the new year and that I'm looking forward to this, this and this this year, right? Now, it came back with exactly what I asked for, but I want to explain to you why that wasn't ideal. And I try, I'm trying to teach the app this too. The reason it wasn't ideal is that it, it wrote it in a way that was all about me because I was thinking all about me. Right? This is our, our this is our problem as individuals. We all do that. We walk through life with a sign on our, our head that says what's in it for me, right? But as content creators, to be elevated, we've got to remember that we aren't writing for us. We are writing and speaking for our ideal audience member, right? So what it left out were things like a hook to entice my ideal audience member to read this post that's all me, 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 look at me, 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 me. And what it also left out was the, the call to action. There was nothing that encouraged any further conversation, engagement, or even an opportunity for that ideal audience member who's found me through that brilliant 
what's in it for me audience focused hook to then engage with my business. So those are the things that you are going to need to wrap around any content you take the chance and use from an app like ChatGPT because it doesn't know how to do it yet. No, it doesn't. But you know what? It will. It will eventually. Um, it's, it's like the Terminator calms. It's like the Terminator. It will go live. And I, I don't know if you remember when Arnie Schwarzenegger would say, you know, uh, I'm just learning. I'm learning more from you. Every time I'm around humans, I get to understand what you want, what you look for. Why do you cry? And then, you know, he's learning from um, the, <laughs> the, 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 the young hero. I, I just, what I, I sense with this, and, and I think to your point, is that when you created that piece, it lacked a lot of the, the things that you were looking for, but it would have given you a lot of the bones of what you were trying to write, and then you could add in there. And I think there's a big message to everyone. Um, there'll be a lot of nervous content creators out there that'll be going, oh my God, this thing's just looking to replace me. Yes and no, but also this is the life now of the new editor. The editor is going to be far more important than ever um, having a good editor that can help you, can control, can sense that you know where you're going with your story and, and also to refine it to a point where it is newsworthy or it's media worthy or it's audience worthy. That's going to be critical. But I, I think that because it's a machine, it just lacks that human contact and connection. And you know, Carms, I'm very big on this. What's the human element behind all of your stories? And if you can't get that part right, then you're going to fail. And I'll say one last thing on that one, Carms, is that too, is that when the machines, they get smarter and smarter, so do we as human beings being able to sniff out and smell a con job. And the, it, there's, a, it already, there's, alre there's software out there already that is finding this stuff out and going, you know what? Uh, if you're a brand or if you're an individual that's producing this AI content and not acknowledging it, or at least not even you know, saying, I've got some support here or help or guidance from this, then you're going to get found out because it's very easy to spot, even for the human eye, good editor, but there's software already out there that can see the fake stuff already. Yeah, look, you can sniff it out. The, the, the software's doing it, but so are we as humans, like you say. If anyone listening right now, or Nick, if you've been into one of my uh, workshop presentations at a conference or something like that, you will know that I call it our BS filter. It is more keen than ever before because we are absorbing so much content daily that anything that's a little bit not quite right, we sniff it out instantly. And it's not even a conscious thing. We just feel it. You know, this is this is kind of a bit universe and woo-woo. We can actually just tune in and go, ah, there's something not, not quite right there. And I'll give you a great example. And a wonderful voiceover coach who I work with, Deanna Cooney, has been talking about this right now. And that is in the voiceover industry for a while now, professional VOs have been very concerned that um, this wonderful boom of voiceover work that's come through so many online pieces of video content being required, audio books, um, apps with audible voices, playing, reading stories and, and meditations and all of these things. You know, it's been a lot of work for your remote voiceover artists in recent years. There's been this concern that with AI, 
like as an option to read out things that voiceover artists will miss out on work. That will not be true in Dee's opinion, and I completely agree with Deanna on this. That will not happen. Have you ever listened to an audible book that is read by a computer? It is intolerable. You cannot get through it. You cannot understand it. You cannot connect with the author and people will go with this as an option because it's cheaper for whatever reason to get the production out there. And I get it if you're self-published, maybe that's what you have to do. But if you wrote the book, the best person to read the book is you. Uh, if you've listened to Spare, read by Prince Harry, you will know that that is the best way to absorb it. If you Imagine if we had an, a, a robot reading out Prince Harry's Spare it would not connect in the least. It would not evoke any kind of emotional response from you other than, ugh, this does not feel right. I can't get through more than a couple of pages and it's over. Yeah, I, I do all credit to you for being able to read or listen to spare. I, I, that would, you can spare me of that kind of pain of having to, to read that book. But I get, I get what you're saying because, you know, <laughs> You are you 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 want that connection and AI as as good as it's getting and will be. I think that from the, the the remarkable thing about us human beings and and how we are built and put together is is incredible. I mean, you know, we have that sense and ability to be able to test and find out what is fake, what's not. We want to connect. We want to love. We want to dislike. We want to throw different feelings around. And, and I think that that's something that's just not going to be there. But having said all of that, comes. having said all of that, I, I'd like to put out a couple of, just a couple of tips on how to use this AI, how to use ChatGPT to your advantage. Because again, as I said, from a media stable perspective, we've got a very clear uh, business uh, direction that we will not use that. But I always say this, and I've been saying this to quite a few people, if you are struggling with time, if you are struggling even to put pen to paper or to get that sense of uh, what story or yarn can I be talking about, what is my industry talking about, that's a great way just to throw in a couple of lines just to get some inspiration. Or even that start, that start. You know, I always love, you know, the, the hardest step to take in a, in a marathon is the first step. And, you know, that is such a mindset boggling thing that you've got to get past to do it. And the results at the very end, if you get there, it all started with that first step. So for a lot of experts and commentators, I know that they're short on time. And a lot of people that will be listening to this podcast will say, how do I generate content? How can I be relevant? Or how can I find stories that are, uh, are audience uh, ready or want they want my content? Then that could be a good model to check out. But don't rely on it. That's all I'm going to say is don't rely on it because when you rely on AI, you put your personal brand and your business brand at risk every single time that you do that because it just takes one, one little story or one misquote or misquoted information or information that's not all there to just kill and destroy your brand. So it's a little warning, but it's not a warning to say don't use it. It's a warning just be mindful that when you have got it there in front of you, that that's exactly what it is. It's just a support, not the whole kit and caboodle. 
Yeah, like anything, ignore it at your peril. We don't ignore, like we've pointed out a couple of times during this podcast, but look for the opportunities and treat it as inspiration, treat it as an opportunity to kickstart your creative process and get things happening because honestly, the amount of people I work with who report this back to me, it's the same over and over again. We, we do, we, we, we really struggle at times to, to be as prolific as we need to be as content creators, as experts in our field right now. So it's okay to, to dive in and, and look for new ways to get creative. And if you've got an opportunity to speak about chat GPT, you should probably also look for that. Can you offer some thoughts to your industry, to your clients, to the people that you're servicing around this and, and what it means to your industry? You know, there's there's so many clever things you can do. I've seen a copywriter use it to wonderful effect in a reel and just demonstrate the, the impact that she brings as a human copywriter to what you know what chat gpt is is allowing people to do right now so you know there's lots of creative things you can do around it and they are all things that remain that a computer isn't going to be able to do anytime soon so so good and look you know if you think that it's going away or that it just won't hang around it was the most downloaded piece of software most downloaded app ever in the shortest period of time and i know you were onto it a little quicker than i was calms because i noticed that you were uh, looking at um, Sev's uh, LinkedIn posts and what he was commenting on it. I, I sort of looked at that and went, oh, okay, let's, let's, not, let's not worry about that for now. But it was in the middle of my Bali trip that I went, you know what, I, I can't keep ignoring this because it's just popping up everywhere. And to see it downloaded at its level, it means that it will not go away. This is only going to get bigger. It's going to get more prominent. And Businesses have got to learn and work out how to do it. But I, I, I do share this warning. I do share this warning without, you know, uh, being too sort of doomsday about it is that you just have to remember that the best content provider, the best words are always going to come from your mouth, your mind, your brain, not necessarily the collections or the gathering of all that's on the net. It's a little bit dangerous. It's got to be personal. It's got to be human. It's got to be you. Yeah, you know I'm going to say this. It's it's obvious. I'm a confidence on camera coach and a modern media trainer. You know, focus on the things that are very obviously made by you. And that is content that is you speaking with your voice and your mouth on camera where we can see there is just there's no doubt left anymore that it is you who has created that content. Yeah, maybe you've dove into one of these apps and given yourself some inspiration for a topic idea. And we've been doing that for ages. There's lots and lots of ways that you can bring up uh, most searched questions and those kinds of things. But you're the one who's going to answer it the most effectively for your ideal client, for your ideal audience member. No matter what business you are building, it's, if it's your business around you and your expertise as a speaker, as a commentator to media, if it's your business, uh, you know, accounting, your answer is the most unique and authentic thing that your dream client wants to hear from you. So back yourself, you know, and really back up any written content. Written content is just going to be like, it's going to be popping up everywhere. 
And if you don't back up that written content with you sitting there in front of the camera, showing that you can talk like a real person, you are at more and more of a risk every single day of just fading into oblivion. You know, it's it really is. It's become, I said it probably a year ago, and I said it a year before then, it's you must be making video content. If you're not making video content, you are just allowing that doubt to creep in in the eyes of your ideal audience member. You will fade away. So everyone that's listening and watching here today, they know that we're not robots, Calms. They know that there's no artificial intelligence, although maybe I could do with a bit more intelligence, I, I've got to say, but uh, it's here. It's here to stay and it's working. Hey, before we wrap up the uh, podcast, I thought I'd just feed back some of the, a little bit of the, the correspondence that we've had over the last couple of weeks to our classroom series, Calms. It's been uh, one, I think that we've, we've dived quite deep into um, educating and informing on how to get onto a podcast, um, how to be uh, in the media and, and how to get your book out there, etc. Some really good correspondence, so keep them coming through. And if you want to be on our podcast, reach out to us. You know that uh, this is going quite far and wide now. And uh, you could be that next expert and commentator that we could be talking to. But we've got some exciting guests coming up in the 2023 season and uh, we're looking forward to sharing them with you. Yeah, absolutely. Listen to that episode, how to pitch yourself to podcasts and maybe draft something up and send it through to each of us either on email or, or a, a message in LinkedIn or on Instagram. We're both hanging out in those places and, and exercise that skill of pitching for a podcast because you will use it again if you want to pitch to get broadcast media or print media for your brand so yeah it's definitely a good exercise to do and if you want to get that you know over summer if you missed out on it those classroom episodes nick leaked those out early to the media stable mailing list and i did the same thing for for my modern media training mailing list so if you want to be in and and hear about these things a little bit early from time to time then yeah drop us a note and get on the mailing list too and we can help you out well done calms and that's uh, well that finishes up for another podcast another edition of the experts podcast look forward to having your company next week when we speak to another expert or another media we'll see you there you've been listening to the experts podcast powered by media stable if you'd like to get in contact with the team head to mediastable.com.au